0: Welcome to Full Rigger, a Florida true crime podcast. I am your host, Karen Curtis. And when an entire family is found in a decaying pile of bodies by the side of a Florida road, the hunt is on to find what police fear might be to more victims. And in this clip from Season 2, Episode 2 of Taking the Stand with Dan Abrams on A&E, featuring yours truly. By the way, I also did a Full Rigger podcast on Adam Matos, Episode 47. Check it out. But here's audio from Season 2, Episode 2 of Taking the Stand, featuring me. That's what is your name? Megan Brown. Tell me exactly what happened, Megan. I just came home, and my son's dad put a to my throat. And he cut my hand. I'm like bleeding everywhere, and my son's freaking out. I really don't want to do this in front of him. Okay. But he, Where? him down, but he literally tried to get away <laughs> What is his name? Adam LePore. To... Any time a jury hears a 911 call, they are in the room with the victim. Megan paints a very clear picture of how terrified she is, fearing for her life and the life of her son. If you want to say it was premeditated, this is the beginning of his premeditation. And you'd agree with me that Margaret coming in from work, she didn't have any weapons. No. She didn't say anything to you about I'm going to kill you, did she? No. Killing Margaret was the key because there's really no reason for him to kill her other than he's just planning to kill the whole family. That was a big problem with the self-defense claim. You just greeted her by beating her head in with a hammer. Yes. You agree with that? Yes. And you knew, based on what you already did to Nick Leonard,
1: what effect that would have on Margaret Brown, right? Yes.
0: Adam Matos killed four people in front of his four-year-old autistic son near Tampa. The dead included the child's grandparents, mother, and her new boyfriend. Matos told the jury he slaughtered everyone in self-defense. Right. Moving on. This episode of Full Rigor, I want to explore a weird murder involving a Jupiter man named David Anthony. In 2020, in the height of the COVID pandemic. Yes, dare I remind you of the COVID pandemic. Which, by the way, is pretty much over. Uh, Well, the president says it'll be over in May. But anyway, Gretchen uh, Anthony's estranged husband, David, started sending her family text messages from her cell phone claiming she was hospitalized at Jupiter Medical Center with COVID-19. So, by the way, Gretchen and David Anthony married in 2015 in Las Vegas, and by February 28, 2020, Gretchen had filed for divorce and like put all kinds of video cameras in her home she was scared to death of david and she was dead by march but not from covid david at the time was an unmedicated erratic man suffering from bipolar disorder gretchen who was 51 at the time and had a daughter named ava who was 12 reportedly was last seen on march 20th at her home in jupiter david as i said sent texts from her phone claiming that she gretchen had been infected with an acute Case of COVID 19, and after being checked out at Jupiter Medical Center, had checked into a CDC approved task force. At least one of the messages said that she was being quote unquote quarantined for 14 days. So, Gretchen's ex husband, Ava's dad, Jeff Dreyer, showed up at the hospital on March 24th in Jupiter after receiving a similar text. And there in the parking lot, he saw her blue Mini Cooper, her purse in the passenger side floorboard. But when he called the hospital to ask about her status, the ER physician said that she hadn't been a patient there since 2008. Well, red flag. Finally, after receiving anxiety-ridden calls from her loved ones, police, the Jupiter police, checked her town home on March 25th. When the cruiser pulled up to Gretchen's residence, a neighbor flagged them down. Were they there to investigate the attack that had taken place on March 21st? That was the morning she had heard a woman screaming frantically for about 15 minutes. Why didn't she call police?
2: You put your hand over her mouth and dragged alive. her into the garage. Still- what are you afraid of? Like, your, your life can't get any worse right now, right? So
0: why are you hanging on to the story that she's still alive when we've shown you dead pictures of her body? That's audio of David under intense interrogation by Jupiter Police.
1: Just like that was hey, Ava, that Ava doesn't think that I'm a monster. Well, you that are I a had monster. had nothing to do with it. That Viking utility didn't have nothing to do with well, it. you are you a monster. Didn't even, you didn't
0: even, like, you didn't even, you didn't even, you're not even doing your homework, Do your homework, man. A do your homework Jared. He's 43, she's 51. He was arrested March 31st in Las Cruces, New Mexico. He says he left her, they were traveling together and he left her in El Paso. Police said a cadaver dog, however, trained to detect the smell of decomposition, picked up a scent inside Gretchen's home after she vanished. When David was located and arrested, a second cadaver dog also alerted on his 2016 black Nissan Frontier pickup.
1: We have obtained enough evidence to obtain a warrant for your arrest for murder, okay? Okay. I want you to understand that she's a I want you to understand that. And what's most important to us right now is to find out where she is. (laughs) Yeah, I'd like to be able to tell you where she is. Okay. But I don't have that information you have to ask her.
0: So since their separation, David started dating another woman and they had gone to this painting class where they sipped wine and learned how to paint. And he was trying to apparently feel her up during the class, get you, they only knew each other for a month. So she shut that down and he stormed out. And then when they went back to her place for him to pick up his truck, she's like, you're not welcome inside. Well, he had already moved inside. He'd already moved his stuff in, including food from his mom's house in the freezer. So he finally left, only after she called her neighbor's security company. So I think that she could have been a victim if Gretchen wasn't waiting in the wings. What car was she driving? Uh, I'm not,
1: like I said, I'm gonna protect her and her Mm -hmm. whereabouts because everyone can be bought. And as much as I know you guys are doing your job, Mm -hmm. I don't know, I've seen the other end of uh, manipulation of information. Yeah to skew and or to try to uh, shape uh, an objective and so.
0: Gretchen had spent most of her life up north in New York. She attended a fashion school in New York City. She was earning her degree closer to her childhood home in New Jersey where she eventually worked as a teacher. She moved to Florida in 2006. But after spending eight years working at private schools in Palm Beach County, she made a career change and accepted a position in HR with Viking Utility. It's an electrical contractor. Growing up with a single mother in Palm Beach Gardens, David spent his childhood and adolescent years kind of wandering around adrift. He usually didn't speak unless addressed, and he was overweight and had low self-esteem made him a constant target for bullies at school. Because he was so much larger than the kids, he's like really tall, six, seven, and just a big strapping guy because apparently he started working out. As a teen, he struggled with severe depression and showed symptoms his family believed to be consistent with bipolar disorder, but he refused to take any medications of any kind. He devoted every bit of himself to his physical well being. So he actually earned a scholarship at Eckerd College in St. Petersburg to play basketball. He idolized hypermasculine superheroes like Thor and basketball greats like Kobe Bryant, even naming his dog, it's a husky named Kobe. And in his 30s and throughout much of his relationship with Gretchen, he worked as a trainer at Orange Theory and other gyms. In fact, that's how they met. Before they were a couple, he had been her personal trainer.
1: I love and care for her, okay? And part of that's got me in this position now, but I'll, you know, protect her. She's my wife.
0: Then David started throwing out all kinds of conspiracy theories. So what does that have to do with you being at Gretchen's house Saturday morning?
1: I, I don't know the question. you just asking me something, I don't, I don't know.
0: What
2: What does that political deep pockets have to do with you being at Gretchen's house Saturday morning?
1: Well, I'm asking you to explore all options, that's all. Like, this is like, mm-hmm. she, you know, she likes, she likes drugs. Um, you know, at one point she mentioned she's like seeing 22 guys mm-hmm. and, you know, if you have her phone and unlocked her phone, you'll mm-hmm. see, you know.
2: Well, why do you have her phone?
1: Uh, so, I have her phone, um, well, she had her phone, mm-hmm. so she was traveling with me, okay. up into El Paso.
2: And then what happened?
1: Someone hacked her account, someone was, um, searching her phone.
0: Ooh, nice try, but swing and a miss.
1: Gretchen's home has cameras throughout it. Were you aware of that? You took this for the first time knowledge. the first time, first
2: time, mm-hmm. Because they're in your car. What are? Her cameras.
1: No, they're not.
0: The blank cameras?
1: There's blank cameras in your truck. And they're mine.
0: Yeah, David didn't seem to understand that even though he ripped the cameras out, the video footage was still on the web, uploaded to the cloud.
1: There's video of you, David at Gretchen's home on the morning of Saturday last Saturday at 6.30am you said my they saw my vehicle there yeah not just your vehicle there there's video um, inside her home when you made contact with her that morning when you met with her and that video shows something other than a pleasant
0: interaction. For two days investigators combed through Gretchen's home, they found a picture frame shattered near the top of the stairs, blood droplets on a comforter. In the master bedroom, red stained towels in the washer in the garage, they found bleach footprints accompanied by an overpowering smell of cleaning products. The violence scene led police to believe the worst, that Gretchen had been murdered. And they start badgering David while they are talking to him in the interview room after he's been arrested.
1: See her right there? Mm-hmm. She would like you to remember that. And that little girl would like to know where her mother is. They said we split up in El Paso, so I have to ask her.
0: Oh, really?
1: She didn't make it to El Paso. Does that look like you? Could be. That is you cleaning up her garage after there is a... Incident there Stepping over her body With a shovel So you see So I say here is a small photo Of Gretchen a Deceased, deceased. Gretchen. With your face up here That doesn't look like Gretchen That doesn't look like Gretchen Gretchen's alive I told you that already
2: Ava's a nervous wreck right now She can't sleep She can't eat D-
1: Do not use Ava you yeah, know we are okay because that's what's left well she Ava doesn't have to worry Ava. because her mother is still alive no, that's she, she is not alive
0: manic depressives don't react well to surprises and lots of drama and on january 26th 2020 another switch seemed to flip for david his idol kobe bryant died in a fiery helicopter crash that also claimed the life of bryant's 13 year old daughter The tragedy sparked nationwide mourning and wall-to-wall news coverage of the devastating deaths. In fact, I did a full rigor episode about Kobe's death because I almost died in the same type of helicopter incident. Check out the episode 93, JFK Jr., Kobe and Me, an update from the NTSB. Well, David was among the throng of grieving fans. In the days that followed, he broke out into hysterics, crying and wailing in front of the classes he led at the gym. His boss said you would have thought that he and Kobe Bryant were best friends. He was traumatized by it. Then a month later, on February 24th, he failed to show up at work, leaving the gym's members locked outside. When confronted by his boss, he erupted at her, and once again, she made the decision to terminate his employment. She fired him, this time for good. Four days later, Gretchen filed for divorce, so lots of drama was piling up on David Anthony. It reminds me a lot of Casey Anthony, top mom, the most hated woman in America who lied her way to an acquittal in the death of her daughter Kaylee. She told Orlando cops some whoppers, but unlike in David's case, where he tried to lie his way out of it, there wasn't video of her committing any type of murder.
2: You put your hand over her mouth She's and dragged her into the garage. It's
1: on video David.
2: You might want to think that, David, because you wanna you don't want to face the facts of what you did.
1: I was trying to warn her.
2: Okay. You put her your hand
1: to warn her. over
2: her mouth. I was
1: trying to warn her.
2: As you dragged her into the garage. You, then you, bleached you, down the driveway. That. But unfortunately for you, the cadaver dog hit on the garage and we found blood spatter. So, there's no way that she's alive.
1: I made contact with her two days ago. No. You didn't? No, you didn't. didn't. How? Tell us. Let me tell you.
2: said oh, you, so you do prove it. it. No, I'm not
1: kidding. I have no idea who you're working for. Zero. I work for the I, Jupiter yeah, Police Department. And you know what? Please I can be bought. No, I yeah, can't you be can't be bought. bought. Everyone and can I be bought. Be you can't bought. be bought. You are on video, <clears throat> grabbing her and dragging her into the garage of that home. There's video of her lifeless body laying on the ground and you in the background cleaning up. Well, as soon as Gretchen finishes her whistleblower case. Okay, Gretchen's not going to finish anything. She's, she's, Gretchen is dead.
2: What are you afraid of? Like, your, your life can't get any worse right now, right? So why are you hanging on to the story that she's still alive when we've shown you dead pictures of her body? I haven't seen any pictures of people.
1: I showed you a picture of a dead woman's head, hair, blood soaked. I, I David, That's I, what, David, that's what it is. I'm telling you that right now. I, that's what it is.
2: So you know what we're going to do? We're going to walk out of here and call Eva and tell her that you refuse to cooperate and that you don't love her enough to give her closure.
1: See, her dad has already warped her mind so much. That she is nothing dad the- oh, Take your dad out of it. Take your dad out of it. Her dad is part of it. Talking about her. Her dad is part of it. Talking about that little girl. That little girl, not her dad. <laughs> Something terrible happened. Like I said, the reason why we're here is to find out where she is. We already know what happened. We know the narrative. We know what happened Saturday morning. We know what happened the whole weekend. All right, then you don't need me anymore. No. She needs you. You don't know, want where her mother is. You don't care about her. Care about who? You don't care about her. Oh, yeah, I believe me. I care about that kid. All you care about is not in your belt.
0: Then the detectives play a recording straight from Ava's mouth. I would like you to listen to. David, it's Ava.
2: I love you. I'm scared. I miss my mom. I need back.
1: to know where my mom is. Do you see the right thing and tell me, me where my mom is? is. Please, you know, I love you. Do we have one last thing about us know where her mother is? El Paso. Is she alive in El Paso? I'm acting my husband wife. You were in Pensacola, pawning that jewelry, and she's nowhere to be seen. She's not around. It's because she's not alive. David, she's not there. That's a ruse. You need to understand that. She is not there. You're rusing me. You're acting like a child right now. Okay. Just like that wasn't Ava. Just like that was Ava. That Ava doesn't think that I'm a monster.
0: By the way, Gretchen also had an Alexa device that was in her home and she told it to call 911 during the attack. The cameras were installed immediately after she kicked him out in 2019. I mean, she did everything she could What more could she have done? I mean, I don't even think a restraining order would have worked at this point. So her body was finally found nine months later when David agreed to a plea deal to avoid life in prison. He got 38 years. So she was fatally stabbed in the neck and torso and had defensive wounds all up and down her arms. So I'm sure he's medicated now and probably is very remorseful about what happened, but David will not be released from Florida prison until 2058, when he's 81 years old. That wraps up Full Rigor. Thanks for listening. Until next time.